0: Welcome to the Youth Ministry Training Podcast. Today is a very special episode because we're being joined by not just one, but three guest speakers, and they happen to be our executive leadership at UPCI Youth Ministries, Brother Carson, Brother Ranking, and Brother Thomas. They'll be sharing with us from their collective experience and wisdom some NAYC tips and so I encourage you sit back and get ready to hear some cool stories and some valuable insight about how you can better navigate the event that is NAYC. We look forward to seeing you in St. Louis July 31st through August 2nd but for now we hope you enjoy the episode.
1: Hello everyone Michael Thomas, Josh Carson, Justin Ranking here greeting you from the headquarters recording studio And this is our monthly youth ministry training podcast. But for this episode, we're doing something a little different. We decided we wanted to record a video. And of course, later on, we'll extract the audio and make it available on our podcast outlet. But today we wanted to just shoot a video and talk kind of organically and conversate about our past experiences as youth pastors, taking youth groups to North American Youth Congress. So today we're just going to kind of talk and uh feed off of one another and i maybe interview and interact each with each other and talk about our experiences at, at past youth congresses and uh brother carson you've been in youth ministry for how long now
2: this is year 19. 19
3: <laughs> and
1: brother ranking yourself
3: i didn't even prepare for that so i can't remember sorry sorry we'll <laughs> it's say, been
1: that long <laughs> it's been a long time absolutely uh so over 15 years for myself let's say Two decades at least for Brother ranking
3: Probably about the same as Brother Carson.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So we'll just start off talking about Youth Congress. Uh, we're excited, as many of you know, we already have uh, 35,000, actually over 35,000 people yeah, registered. Yeah, 36. Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited about this event, but why, why don't we let Brother Carson just kick this off and let's talk about some practical wins that you experienced as a youth pastor. Okay. Absolutely. Let's let me say this uh practical wins typically come
2: as a result of failures and we'll probably get there as well um but practical win okay so you're a youth pastor planning let me give you a huge practical win um plan budget early now some of you are thinking man i'm a little late into it for that now i could have used that a year ago well uh, take great notes of what you did well and what you didn't do well on planning to budget correctly and set it up as payment plans. Maybe even if you did not do that, give them 12 months. The average parent, a parent like me, I have four children. So those of you that watch this or listen, that's enough to pray for me. (laughs) Uh, But I'm gonna have two kids in the youth group attending youth Congress, although we're gonna be there. They're not going with us. Our youth pastor does a great job. They have payment plans set up. They have uh, established, And, and when I was in youth, Pastor, I found that this was the easiest way to do it, and that was trial and error. Um, But with that, since we're a little deep into it, my practical tip for you, make sure that you're planning your food choices now. Mm. When you're going to eat, where you're going to eat, how you're going to eat, okay? That's for your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. Um, Take that into consideration now. Don't be one of those people that thinks we'll make it up on site. Now, we're doing our best to prepare with food trucks, a concession area there in the convention center, making sure that every brick and mortar restaurant in downtown St. Louis is prepared. But a practical tip for you right now, do your research, get reservations in that you can, plan your supermarket stop as soon as you roll into town if you need to, Get your stuff prepared so that your kids don't have to suffer and so that you as a youth pastor don't have to suffer or get any calls from parents who are mad because Timmy hasn't eaten in the last 37 <laughs> minutes and wants to know when you're going to get <laughs> well, them something to eat. So that's my practical tip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you mentioned,
1: you mentioned going to the supermarket. I remember uh, one of our youth congress, our first youth congress trips, we actually had to do that. Had Everything was closed. We didn't plan, you know, we learned. And so I remember vividly taking about 30 students into the grocery store oh. and they're coming out with frozen pizzas. And we're like, no, we don't have, you know, an oven in the room. You got to pick out something. Hey, I'm a hairdryer. Just, oh, we oh, irons yeah. down in the
2: room. Wow.
1: Wow. <laughs> I have a lot to learn. If you've too. never made a gr- if you've never <laughs>
2: made grilled cheese with an iron, you have not fully lived. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. 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 College. Pierce, yeah. Grilled yeah. cheese and ramen let toasted cheese, anyway. Ramen on the uh, coffee mug warmer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you guys talk like you've been there, done that. All right. Yes, this we talk great. like we failed. That's yeah. what <laughs> <Yeah>, that is. <laughs> awesome. How
2: about you, Joe? Give me something practical from you. You know, me. probably
3: one of the greatest practical wins um, that we did. We developed, it's, it's nothing, uh, it's, not, it's not brain surgery or rocket science, but just numbering the kids putting them in alphabetical order. Mm. And that time, before every time before we got on the charter bus, every time we met after the mall, when we went to the food court, we'd number off the chaperones. We'd all yell out one, two, three, four, and then numbers five, six, seven, just go down the list. And the chaperones had a list on our phone. Mm. Um, everybody knew what number they were. So if somebody was missing, it's very easy to figure out Okay, you know it's Tina that's missing, or Josh is missing, and sure. so it's very easy to. Uh,
2: when
1: I was a teenager, yeah, yeah. it was usually Josh yeah. that was, <laughs> Josh was missing. <laughs>
2: <That's>,
3: <laughs> but, just a little jab in there yeah, you know, for, those, you very for those listening. A quick,
1: in. quick question though—I got to jump in here and ask this. Did you inevitably have that one kid in your youth group who mm. didn't know their number or forgot? So oh, yeah. you get one, two, three, and you just sit there and wait for four.
2: That's like, always when the other kids are like screaming at the kids. You're that far. happens on my AYC trips. Yep. They, Absolutely. they don't answer and they look at them like in disdain like...
3: <laughs> and that kid becomes known by his number at the end of the trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> number nine, where are you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was that was a huge practical win that after several times of like trying to check it off on my phone or ask this chaperone to be responsible for these three or four and Check on them, it's like just, just number them and just call them off and just be done with it. And sure, surely nice. they should know how to count. But there's always <laughs> that one kid. <laughs> and
1: they're like, what number am I? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Any other wins you want to comment oh, on? Oh man, or, that
3: was probably one of the biggest ones. Um, cool. And, and we did the payment plan as well. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, had spreadsheets. And, and I, I would say too, like fundraisers at this point, you know, probably most of the funds already have to be raised, but I always tried to do fundraisers that were easy to be tracked per kid. So instead of one big group fundraiser, sure. I would do something that if this kid was really motivated um, to sell candy bars, cookie dough, candles, whatever it was, wrapping paper, yeah. that I had some kids who they, they needed that. And so because he was motivated, he went door to door and sold that. Whereas other families who maybe could could write a check at one time or whatever, they were a little more well off, they didn't need the fundraiser, sure. then I wasn't fighting having you know like a big spaghetti dinner or taco salad, and everybody getting the same amount, even though this kid worked really hard and this one hadn't hadn't so that's smart those fundraisers that are easy to track per person that was that was huge when we finally figured that out and developing a spreadsheet and uh that was a big practical win too
1: cool, I love that we did candles one year as well. We had one kid like selling hundreds of candles, you know, and then we had this one kid who was like, "I can't sell a candle <laughs> so yeah, I love that. Finding what works for each group and uh, our each individual student. Uh, wh- one win that we we uh, did and implemented as the years went on and we learned more is uh, creating kind of like a trip packet. <clears throat> now we would print that off and give it to the kids, or they could download it on their phone or tablet. But basically, it was just a detailed schedule telling them where to be and when to be there. You know, um, if the The bus needed to leave the lobby at 9 a.m. We tell them to be down there at 8:15, and then we usually end (laughs) up waiting 45 minutes and leaving on time. But uh, that was a really big win, just having details like that.
2: You know, we did that. We gave that to parents too. Ah, just if you're if you're a youth pastor that can give that information to your parents, you're going to have some that are super gold, super detail oriented, and if you're able to give them that. And the thing, let's add this to that, the, the correct numbers, make sure they have the cell phone numbers oh, yeah. of the people mm-hmm. That's um, big. that the one parent that loves to call, maybe give, um, someone else's number, to <laughs> <them>. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but, but yeah, make sure they have those numbers, oh, yeah. but if you can give that detailed, uh, schedule to the parents too, they love that information. Yeah. That always helps.
1: I thought we could, uh, actually at this time, drop brother Carson's cell number on this podcast. In this yes. Video. His number is six, three, six. Just kidding. Five, five, five. We won't do that. Five, five, five. five. Um, Another practical very practical, but, uh, you know, those return trips home, everybody's just delirious. They're they're sleep deprived. They're tired. But we would always make that return trip very fun by uh, if if a student spotted just a random landmark, you know, on the interstate sign. They're like, let's stop here. And so we exit off and go visit the Pioneer Village. We don't even know where we are, but it was great. It was just Wow. Uh, just just having fun, making sure the kids are having fun. Usually if your kids are having fun, you know. Trying to make the way home fun, which is funny, you know, because yeah. usually the trip home,
2: the trip to the place, everyone's excited, like, sure, ah, sure. I always tease because I'm like, the trip there, everyone loves each other. Yeah. Usually on the trip back, <laughs> <Absolutely>. it's like, <laughs> get out of my space. Oh, yeah. Back up. Mm-hmm take you and your cheeto fingers to the other side of the van and And
1: that's usually the youth pastor saying that (laughs) um, absolutely um another win before we go into our next topic is i always loved uh when one of our students it would be his first time attending youth congress and he would walk in that that dome or that stadium uh, where we were having services and their eyes would just light up and it showed them uh, the big picture and what we're a part of that was just always a very practical win but actually it would be a spiritual win as well. And so that brings us to, us to our next topic. Uh, we're gonna kinda get spiritual now. Uh, cool. But let, let's talk about some spiritual wins of Youth Congress. What, what did we experience as youth pastors when we took our group to Youth Congress and what were the spiritual benefits? And, I think know,
3: what you said there um, about when someone would walk into the Arrhenius arena stadium, whatever it was for the first time and see, mm-hmm. they're not the only believer. They're, they're not the only one that's living this way. Yeah. and So when you would see that, I think that's the biggest reason why groups bring mm-hmm. their their teenagers and young adults to Youth Congress is because of the community of it. And we're all together and we see this is more than just our local church, but we're a part of a large movement. So I guess what I would use that for when I saw those kind of moments that you just referenced is that I would remember that the kids count. So The practical tip is to count the kids. Now I would remind myself that the kids are the ones that count. So no matter how late I had to stay up and plan, no matter how many phone calls I had to take from the parents, no matter how much planning or going to the supermarket at the last (laughs) minute if we didn't plan well, that I was doing this all and always driving that into the minds of our youth staff and adults that were on the trip is that this isn't about me and my family vacation. This isn't a vacation. This 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 is us investing. So the biggest spiritual win, I would think, is that is, as a youth worker that you're there to serve your kids. That, that includes good, praying absolutely. for them during prayer sessions, getting them there to every session. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't be the guy that's like, oh, let's sleep in, you know, we can miss oh, that. Man, I mean, yeah. you've you're done all this work, go to Congress, get sure. everything you can, because those eye-opening moments are gonna happen. I, I remember several stories of kids being called to youth ministry, some being called to missions, mission trips, yeah. P7 clubs, giving to She's for Christ, all because of what they heard not just in promotional commercials or video but just the spirit of what happened at youth congress you know god getting us to look at his kingdom instead of ours so
2: man absolutely. fantastic absolutely I, I would say uh one of the things that we got to near the end of my tenure as youth pastor the last couple of youth congresses was trying to have meetings with students we tried to do it as a um kind of communal effort but I tried to have a lot of really independent conversations with individuals about what mm. their goals were for Youth Congress. Like what do you hope yeah. to see happen spiritually during your time at Youth Congress? Mm. And then what you know, what Brother Rankin was just saying about then those prayer sessions. When yes. you're praying for a student at Youth Congress, it's such a unique dynamic. There's not maybe the normal local church, opportunity to come forward with public uh, display. So you're you're creating an altar right there in the stand, right there in the seats, and you're moving and watching those young people pray together. There's something so iconic about them building an altar in the midst of thousands of others who are building their own youth group altars. But then when you as a youth pastor or a youth worker you're laying your hands on these individuals and you have the ability to know what their goals because of a conversation you had. And you're praying and you're not praying out loud, but you might get in their ear a little bit and just specifically pray and say, I believe God is gonna give you that wisdom or that Mm -hmm. clarity. I think God is gonna help you with this big decision and being able to talk and and while it may even seem general, um, the reality is it becomes very specific to them. And so then the spiritual win I think is to chase that big event. I loved debriefing after late night before everyone kind of went to their rooms, Mm. this late night debrief, trying to gain like, what were the daily wins? And then having chasing back up on those follow-up conversations. I think while Youth Congress builds itself to this inspiration of tens of thousands, it's the individual wins. It's this uh, Jesus and his disciples. It's this small group opportunity. Yeah. And so the only way to maybe put teeth to that, what happened in that service, is to then chase that goal forward. So I think I, I always kind of look at the Youth Congress of, uh, or the spiritual win of Youth Congress as this long-term kind of trajectory. Absolutely. So taking the practical things and knowing that then I can come <clears throat> home and chase down that goal with that individual mm-hmm. a little bit. Like when I meet with Love them it. two weeks from now, how are you doing with what God spoke to you at Youth Congress? That, that's great. remember. Remember Thursday afternoon when we prayed after the general session, and yeah. what, what
1: are you doing to kind of make good on that? Even have a follow-up plan. Absolutely, you, you know, and I love, Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, just following up, and, and that's that. That was our same experience. We found that Youth Congress would unite our youth group, but also ignite our youth group, and you you never forget those moments. Now. We're inevitably going to answer the question, do we have to sit with the youth group? Can we pair (laughs) off? Can we peel off and go sit with our friends? But there were were times where we asked our students, let's all sit together in the service. And as you said, those altar calls that we would have wherever we were sitting in that that meeting area, they were just so powerful. And, And you'll never forget the group praying together and again it unites and then Mm -hmm. and I love what you said about you know even that night back at the hotel okay guys what 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 did what did you receive from God today just kind of a recap and revisit and uh, that's the powerful thing about youth trips and fall youth retreats in general is you have that one-on-one connection time with your students getting to know them Uh, but especially on youth congress trip it's just it's incredible uh, to, to be in these services but also to pray with your young people. I, I can remember, and, and I can call their names right now, several uh, come to my mind where they received their specific call to ministry. Oh, absolutely. In yeah. that altar call, while the youth group was praying, and, and today they're, they're licensed ministers, and, and that. And we see it now when we travel.
2: Mm. Constantly, when we travel, when I go, and I'm doing camps or conventions, sure. it is inevitable. Almost every single event, some student gets up, some young person, young adult gets up. I recently was at an event, and I'm just bragging on this young adult who then ends up telling later, well, I was at youth Congress and man, we were in that prayer at the end and the, and the spirit of God began to move on me. And so let's, let's put that onto every youth worker that's listening right now. You as the leader, be an expectation. Your students are getting a call of God. Expect that. When we go to youth Congress this year, I'm going to have a group of kids that are going to hear a clear call from God into ministry in some level. Um, We're expecting that. I'm expecting for God to call preachers and missionaries, and and, and I'm expecting for God to call young
1: people that will help us blanket the world with churches. Absolutely. I love that, and even, you know, the youth pastor and pastor being intentional after Youth Congress, knowing that these kids are gonna be returning with a call in their life and being ready to plug them in the local assembly. and get them activated, that would just be incredible. So, so we've talked about the spiritual wins for our young people. Let's talk about the spiritual wins for us as youth workers when we would attend Youth Congress. I can remember uh, just being in awe, number one, about the, the numbers there and sure. attendance, the kids. The, and and But the thing that really impressed me and really impacted me is connecting with the thousands of other youth pastors and youth workers who were bringing their youth group to Youth Congress. So not only did our students get to see that, wow, we're part of a bigger entity or, or a bigger organization, but my wife and I and our youth team, we also got to see, wow, there are other youth pastors in the trenches, same trenches as we are, and uh, they're involved in the same mission field that we are. And I can remember uh, not really requiring, but very, um, uh, very strongly asking our youth staff that would attend with us, Uh, to youth congress we would ask them make sure you're in the youth worker session Mm -hmm. and some of those youth worker sessions You know just were very impactful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so we know it affects our young people but also we as youth workers and youth pastors taking our young people to youth congress uh, so th- those are some spiritual wins. Did you? I, w-
3: I would say another thing is that I know some if they don't have a team that could because of the split sessions in your group, you might have someone wanting to go to hyphen. You might have a young man or young lady that feels called to ministry and want to go to the young minister session. Then you're going to have the teen session in the dome. That there were times where you know if, if you if you don't have a staff, you got to decide well which session do I go in. So then you miss something. Well. Mm-hmm. And again, this isn't a commercial, but that's where just the practical tip of buying that drop card. Oh, no, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. And you go back and you listen that there were times where that happened for me at Youth Congress. I was in this session, but I really wanted to be in that one. But for the sake of getting somebody else, showing them where they needed to get to, then I knew all I needed to do is just drop the, you know, it's it's a minuscule amount for what you get out of it. And then you just listen to it over and over and over and those tips. Uh, that you get from those sessions and inspiration you can constantly refer back to instead of it just being that one moment it can continue to be that momentum and continue to be a, a forward trajectory trajectory by Absolutely. having that resource still. yeah that's
2: so. tremendous you, you know we while what we're talking about this let me let me say this as a spiritual win and this is kind of practical kind of spiritual whatever don't don't fall trap as a youth pastor into comparing the size of your group no. with the size of other groups please please do me a favor don't tell anybody how many young people you brought. Uh, don't don't ask anybody how many they brought. There's no validation based mm-hmm. on the size that you're setting yourself up uh, for frustration from the beginning. This is not a comparison. Mm-hmm. Treat treat that one young person. If you're coming as a parent, you, there's not even a youth group. You've got a, maybe you got a North American missions work. You've got one or two. Maybe they're your own personal children. That is. That is your youth group. Put everything you have into that. There is no comparison against a group that is of a larger size. I've seen some of this comparison stuff sure. set people up uh, for frustration from the beginning. Don't, don't worry about that. Allow the spiritual win to be the spiritual win. Let it challenge you, charge you, and encourage you as a youth pastor or a youth worker.
1: Yeah, and I would say if you, you're bringing two or three young people to Youth Congress and. You, you have them there and you're loving them and you're pouring your life into them. You're a successful youth worker. Oh, absolutely. that that is the definition of success is you're making a difference. You have the you.
2: ability to pour into them. You know, I, I, I was talking to someone at one point with a very large youth group, had multiple hundred in his youth group. And he said, honestly, I feel like I'm most effective when I'm on a church van with a handful. Yeah, mm. The ability to pour in and to listen well, this is, you know you're going to encourage those relational aspects of youth congress where they're meeting with friends where they're building new relationships but it's also your your opportunity as a leader they might be somewhat vulnerable to really open up and just talk to you and you can be one of the only which you guys hear me harp on this anyway but you could be one of the only adults in their teenage life that will really just let them talk and let yeah. and you can listen Um, And when that's mixed with the spiritual dynamics of something like Youth Congress can really be a
1: powerful thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so we've talked about practical wins, spiritual wins. Now we'll uh, talk about uh, a topic that may get interesting, but let's be real. Let's be transparent. And and we're going to talk about what were the worst choices that you made as a youth pastor at Youth Congress, taking your group this event how long is this show? well is this, we can edit we
2: can edit
3: so, there are some that i tried to forget yeah, yeah so repress memory
2: to, yeah. i feel
1: like i need to lay on a couch for this portion for <laughs> sure sure i'll, I'll jump Jay, out here you, and okay good start us off uh, <laughs> one of the biggest mistakes i made uh was not pre-planning our meals mm, like again we go back to the grocery yes. store experience it's like <laughs> i will make it up as we go you know failure we, yeah we learned that <laughs> didn't work you know and uh <laughs> and you're that, driving
3: that, sorry and that was probably at a congress that was half the size of what they are now
1: absolutely yeah yeah so we're so like just thinking about y- that yeah. congress uh let's see oh seven and oh nine you know um yeah many years ago um and and then another mistake we made was uh Parking the group, the church vans blocks, you know, miles away from the meeting center. And we're like, okay, and it's it'll only be okay, like 130 kids. degrees. Yeah, oh. yeah, it like, to be okay. It'll <laughs> be all right. And and by the time you reach the arena, you know, you've got a young person on your shoulder. and You're carrying. <laughs> calling in uh, the medevac.
2: Helicopters <laughs> are The landed. girls have taken off their heels.
1: Yeah, the girls have <laughs> taken off their high heels. That, that's another mistake we made: is is not warning the girls. Look. Make sure you take some uh, comfortable yes. shoes because you're gonna be doing a lot of walking. Uh, yeah, it was. Those were some things we did, and also not pre-buying our afterburner tickets. Uh, we made mm, that mistake. Yes, once. yes, I made that mistake before.
2: Yeah. We don't know if we want to go. No, and then you get on site and they're gone. Failure. Failure. Or oh, you're trying to stand in
1: line. No, for buy them it. and then they sell out while you're almost, when you almost get to the counter. Mm. Like, absolutely. Now. How about you? Did you ever fail? Did you have any failures?
3: Yes, I. Like I said, I probably, I probably. Actually, we're calling in one of your old young people right now. (laughs) Thanks. thanks.
1: He's about to say, "Well, we're actually still looking for a young person lost on my."
3: (laughs) One of one of them. So so we're talking about you know that the kids count. One of them was was counting on the kids. Now this is going to sound whatever, but they. I asked them it was a super early morning we had to get up like it was like the longest I think it was when we went to Charlotte like it was a long ways from Oklahoma so we had to drive part of the way then stay midway and then get up really early so we could make it Wednesday in time you know for reg and all that stuff and I was telling them like okay make sure your alarm is such and such a.m. such and such a.m. and we're there we are with a couple buses from all the people from from our district and we're all excited and we're ready. And, and, and I don't think I have the counting system, but somebody was like, somebody's missing. I'm like, well, it ain't my kids. And I'm looking around, I'm like, it is my kids. <laughs> One group of my boys had set their alarm as PM instead of AM. Oh, and when man. I was banging on their door to wake them up, they, I was the reason they woke up. And we had been waiting for like 10, 15, mm. maybe 20 minutes, uh, had to get going. And so counting on the kids. Now that doesn't mean you have to go set every kid's alarm. But if it's an early morning, or if it's something super critical, just drill into those those times, especially you know the way agendas are, and trying to get here and there, and so much packed into Wednesday to Saturday. You know, sure. Really, really, it's Wednesday to Friday night for Congress, so yeah. Yeah. Um, there's probably other worse choices I've made, but again, I think I've for, tried to forget
1: them. <laughs> sure, sure,
2: suppressed. I, I would, uh, the worst thing I can remember, we had a long trip, like you were saying, But so we had to have a breakup hotel. We had to have a a hotel on the way there. The travel was so long. We had these plans. We're gonna leave uh, after school. This is back, you know, it's running into school. We're gonna leave after school this day. And so we're gonna get a good part of the trip out so that the traveling in day wasn't as long, you know. So I booked the hotel, some cheapo site or whatever. I will never forget showing (laughs) up Mm. At this, yes, mm. at this hotel. Just back a where yeah, <laughs> repressed I, memories are yeah, surfacing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It was one of the scariest locations. I couldn't remember. Every kid on the bus is rowdy, you know. They're loud. We're still, because we're geeked <laughs> out. We're on the silent. way, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> pulled in the parking lot, and it was like it was a sick joke or something. Everybody <laughs> in the van was like, there was a hush that mm. fell over the crowd. We pulled in rusty gates. It was not an indoor. It was the out exterior wow. rooms. Mm. I'm looking at
1: it. We had nowhere else. But you saved. The kids a lot of money though, right? I mean, they only had to pay... oh, you know, like, like that three dollars that gets your cell phone. I was teasing night.
2: about earlier.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We
2: saved tons of money. <laughs> yeah. As my, as one of my good friends would say, PJ would say, it only costs a little more to be classy. Class. And so, you know, that's. I wish I would have known that advice <laughs> advice then. But oh. the reality is so. If you if you got a stopover, make sure you vetted that hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to stay at the Roach Motel. You don't want to start this great experience with a horrible one. So that was a failure
1: <laughs> on my part. We never did that again. But absolutely, um, yeah, that's wow. that's always fun. Is sometimes you know this was when the internet probably our youth pastor days were it was when the internet was really starting to evolve and get to a great place, but. I can remember, you know, you just kind of look online and you see some reviews, but you can't take the virtual tour. So you really don't know. You didn't know what you were getting until you got there. And Mm, not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, we we talked about some of the worst choices made. Um, So if you guys want to move on to the next topic, uh, we're going to talk about some funny travel stories or some funny things that happened to you while attending. How about funny now? like (laughs) yeah just like the hotel like he said well that
3: was fun like yeah Yeah,
1: it wasn't
2: fun then it wasn't fun fun when i was talking to the pastor (laughs) let's talk (laughs)
1: about what yeah like like,
2: great job planning okay so i'll let me kick this off i've got a funny now i have this youth congress memory it was a nine hour drive we stopped 11 times on the way back i have this vivid memory first of all Be careful what they buy. Youth (laughs) pastor, they don't need a two liter every time they go in the gas station. Their bladder cannot handle it, okay? (laughs) Um, It's like the kid that always wants to get Funyuns or stinky chips, you know, and the one kid that wants to get a big gulp every time, okay, so I'm still, I'm trying to be nice to the kids, you know, before you get to the breaking point. I almost (laughs) broke on the way back. We just kept having to stop. It seemed like we would get nowhere 40 minutes and someone was in a life or death situation of having to go to the bathroom. On On that same trip, we blew a tire on one of the vehicles, and so I have this vivid memory of standing in the pouring rain and i just had a moment where i just stood there and kind of looked into the nothing (laughs) into the nothingness and 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 contemplated how this could ever be worth it at all Uh, now it's funny 11 stops and the nine hour trips this many years later after a lot of counseling is funny now but yeah so that's a funny trip prep your vehicles Make sure their bladders are emptied. (laughs) Be the parrot if you have to to the junior hires that they cannot keep getting stuff to drink at every stop. So sure, that's me. Sure.
3: Wow. I think you know with with we traveled with other groups within our district, so it was it was uh, sort of a district trip put together. I remember one time we pulled up to and and the trip organizers were always they were always fantastic. They they did their homework and would call ahead, but for whatever reason when our buses pulled up to whatever it was, a, a Loves Travel Stop, I, I don't remember what it was, exactly the exact name, but we pulled those buses up and the kids started going in like to purchase things. Like we're, these kids are gonna drop some money, right? They've been working all spring. That's all they wanna do is buy junk food and sure. buy those big gulps. Yeah. here we were about to like really throw down some money to this, uh, to this business. And be, all the kids were moving around and the guy got nervous, I guess. I mean, it's a church group. I, I don't know what he was thinking, but he was like, everybody out, everybody out, <laughs> wow. everybody out. Overwhelmed and kicked our whole, like kicked our group out. Wow. I guess just got so nervous that he couldn't watch what everybody was doing. I'm thinking, money's just walking out the door, man. And then another funny thing and is just the microphone, if you happen to be on a charter bus, oh the microphone on a charter bus and that's all i've got to say that's all you I, got. I can't say anything else Absolutely. but the microphone on a charter bus lots Absolutely. of some special memories lots oh, of fun man.
1: so we're talking about vans and pit stops and such i remember on one of the return trips home you know you're tired and you're constantly checking that rear view mirror i don't know if you were that type of youth pastor i was like the kids okay okay the kids okay i mean every point five <laughs> seconds you're checking on i don't know what it is uh but I remember looking back, and and a young man. The last time I checked the rearview mirror, he was sitting, you know, in the seat. Now look again, he's gone. And I'm like, okay, the rapture didn't take place. <laughs> I'm here, you know. Everybody's here. Uh, call pastor, make sure the rapture. Just kidding. So, <laughs> make sure the rapture didn't take place. Yeah. No, so I, we got it. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> making sure, you know, helping you out there. Uh, but I'm like, where did he go? And so I turn around, and I don't see him. While you're, while, <laughs> while you're driving. driving. While I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. 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 So another pra- around. Another, another practical win. Look yeah. forward. <laughs> it's, some of the parents uh, from our church now are like, aha. So, um, but, but I was like, where is, uh, I'm not going to say his name. Like, where is he? And then I look. <laughs> and I'm looking down at the face of the young man that I'm trying to find in the van. <laughs> he had gotten so tired that he decided to stuff his feet under the van seat and lay down between the front captain chairs of the oh, van and just lay there and <laughs> fell asleep. And so, you know, I let him snooze a little bit, I'm like, hey, get up, you know, you gotta put your seatbelt on the you know, that, that panic, like, where did he go? Did we leave him at a rest stop? You know, he was there last time I looked in the rearview mirror, <laughs> okay. so yeah. it's crazy things. Um awesome. one thing that happened to us at youth congress was we had a young lady that we found out that she was afraid to ride escalators. Oh, So, yeah, the first night we get there, I remember walking up to the escalator and like, all right, our group gets on, everybody's going up. And then this young lady's like, no, no, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. And and my wife and I were like, no, no, you've got to do this. Come on. No, no, I can't do it. And and we're like, no, you're going to do this. And no, 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 I can't do it. So we get on each side of her elbow and we're like, no, you really, and you know how it is at youth Congress, you've got Mm. thousands of people at this point you know it came to a point where we had thousands of people backing up behind us mm. and. You know, not everybody was exhibiting fruit of the spirit at that point. Um, <laughs> it was before
3: church, so they had right, to Right, it was before church, oh, so, right, so they right, had to right, pray yeah, through. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was Wednesday night. I will give them that. And uh, yeah, that was just a funny experience. We kept, come on, you got to go. Finally, we got her on there. Maybe she, that
2: should be on like the practical tip. You need yes. a survey that asks, do you ride elevators? Do you ride escalators? Oh. Oh, do you? mercy! Well,
1: and you said you do discover a lot of things about your your kids on these trips. So, oh. yeah Wow. Ain't that the truth? Make and sure they discover
2: some things about you, don't they?
1: they <laughs> That's the next episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Very well, good. Any oh. other humorous stories? Oh, anything no. like that?
2: No, no. We're probably out of time. I could do this all day, though. Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to build incredible memories. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, I think we could all agree. Yes. And, and let's say it this, this side of it. So here I am closing it down. Um, I mean, realistically, I haven't been a local youth pastor for a while. Um, in my sixth year here at youth ministries on the national level, mm. the truth is some of the greatest memories of my life, yeah and some of the greatest memories of youth ministry Absolutely. are on those youth congress trips, so anticipate it, look forward to it, yeah. plan for the win early, oh yes, and uh follow some of these tips and and don't follow some of these things <laughs> that we have learned through our failures. so we love you guys we thank you for being involved in in youth ministry everybody listening we're excited about seeing you at north american youth congress
0: thank you for joining us for the youth ministry training podcast We hope you enjoyed this special episode with our executive leadership sharing some NAYC tips with all of us. We want to remind you that we release a brand new episode of the Youth Ministry Training Podcast each and every month, so be sure to subscribe to this podcast, available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Next month, we'll be hearing from Caleb Saucer, and his subject is Why CMI Matters. We look forward to connecting with you again next month, but until then, have a great day.
2: you want to say like adios, then we'll all say something. <laughs>
1: See you. God bless. See you in St. Louis very soon.
2: <laughs> Second closing
1: now. And now we're and thank you for <laughs> <your> out.
2: <laughs>